Hello and welcome. You are listening to Ask Gamblers podcast. This is a collective journey of exploring iGaming in every aspect, games, rules, promotions, through personal experiences and insights, all in order to build trusted relationships. I'm your host, Nikki Griffiths. The dawn of the internet meant that online casinos rapidly replaced physical betting halls as the place of choice for players. The sheer convenience and 24-7 accessibility, meaning that punters have never had more freedom of where and when to play. However, if you are looking to succeed at casino games, then there are a few things that must be avoided. To talk us through all that, today we welcome Fiki, a seasoned Ask Gamblers Forum veteran and expert casino player. Thanks for joining us, Fiki, for your second appearance on the AG podcast. Thank you for having me. Welcome back. In your last appearance, you gave some hugely useful tips for players on how to avoid some of the most common mistakes when playing casino games online. We hope to take this to the next level today. Firstly, what is the most important tip, in your opinion, for a brand new player when they first arrive at a casino site? Well, I would say research or due diligence. I mean, players need to do some basic research with that specific casino brand. I mean, whether they read the terms and conditions, whether they see the bonuses, bonus terms and conditions, to see if it's something that they like and they want to comply with, you know, or just the company, the group as a whole that hosts those brands of casinos. And then afterwards, they also need to decide what type of gameplay they like are they either slots players do they like table games do you like live casino games you know and then obviously stick to your budget but don't try and play all kind of games all over the show i mean that would definitely drain your budget and then also never start playing with big bets great that's brilliant we always love hosting players that are active members of our community <laughs> yes <laughs> What's the most important thing for players to keep in mind during the registration process so that it can be as smooth as possible? Well, I don't think there's anything specific that can delay a registration, you know, but I obviously think like creating multiple accounts. Now, I wouldn't in the sense say the player is at fault. Sometimes they register 10 years ago and then after 10 years they decide to play again, but they're not sure and they try to create an account and they have an error while registering. Mm -hmm. Or it could be entering fake information and it gets declined. You know, the system is very smart to know that you're not providing relevant information. And then another tip I would say is like always use your same name as in your ID or credit cards. Yeah. Don't only use initials because people always use their initials and it becomes a problem at the later stage with verification. And then as well, use an address that you can use as proof, such as a bank statement or home utility bill. I would also advise never use your cell phone or your mobile address bill as they are not usually accepted, you know. Great. Do you get players from certain countries having difficulties at sign up or is it quite varied? There aren't really problems with signing up. I think the only thing that could great difficulties is country restrictions. I mean, I've went through it where South Africa is not in the terms and conditions listed as a restricted country. And I go to the registration place, fill in all my information, my prefix for my cell phone number comes up, my country is listed there and I click on register and just nothing happens. Register and just nothing happens where you know you contact live chat or the live support and they'll tell you, obviously you guys are 
restricted from South Africa or they don't accept South African players, you know. I once had an issue with Unibet where I registered successfully and I wanted to, you know, log in, excited, make a deposit and a notification came up and they actually forced me to go through a verification process, which took about six hours, which meant I could only start playing after six hours, you know. So those were the only instances in my personal experience that I went through that delayed me from playing after successfully registering, you know. So the next step after registering is usually making a deposit. Any words of wisdom on this? I think before you register or sign up at a casino, it's best to first check out the casino, what deposit methods, withdrawal methods are available and see if your preferred method is available. I mean, I know I have lots of options, but there are certain things you just feel comfortable with, you know? I don't like making credit card deposits. That's my personal, so I would use a web wallet, you know? So it depends what's available at the casino. So I would just say that because there's no point in signing up if you can't deposit or if you can't deposit in your preferred method. And then just another Another advice would be like, use your own credit card and not somebody else's credit card or payment method in their name, like my spouse's credit card to make a deposit, because obviously that will create complications at the later stage. Great. So now moving on to your specialist subject, slots. On the AG forum, you have created an in-depth slots guide for new players. How often do you see players making basic errors when playing this game mode? And what is the main piece of advice you would give? Well, first of all, you know, not all casinos are the same. So bet size is important. Not all casinos host game with minimum bet size, and that could exceed max bet due to different casinos have different restrictions in place, you know. And then also I would say keep the pointer away from the max bet as you can accidentally press it and it could create a problem. Like I mentioned earlier, using someone else's payment method or their credit card, registering with fake information, you don't want to do that. And obviously not reading. Now, I know none of us like reading. And this is where (laughs) players most make the common mistakes of breaching the casino terms and conditions all the time. Because some of them have weird terms, max cash out, low max bet limit. I even once saw a casino confiscated a player's funds simply because he was wagering a bonus and he just set it on autoplay he wasn't physically there to kick the spin button and it was against the casino's terms and conditions you know and then as well when it comes to the max bet the usual is five euros some casinos have one or two but in the fine print players don't realize there's another clause that says the coin domination mustn't exceed a certain value so at certain games you have coin domination values and you have bet levels so sometimes your coin domination can't exceed 20 cents so you need to use the bet levels to increase your betting limits and that is also a term or a common mistake that many people or most players actually don't think of or they go through and they breach casino terms and conditions right Do you think that players should deeply consider technical aspects of a slot before playing, such as RTP and volatility? And is demo mode always advised in order to give yourself the best chance of success? I think the RTP and volatility of a game tells you what to expect from it. But a good RTP doesn't necessarily mean you will easily get wins, you know. But a low RTP would usually contain long bouts of dead spins and more losses. But 
that is where you can win big. So the higher the percentage, it means the looser the game, but a higher RTP gives smaller wins. A lower RTP gives lower wins. That's why you will notice when it comes to volatility, those slots normally have in the 94% lower range because obviously in terms of how the return to play or the RTP works out, it feeds it feeds and then it needs to give out and it gives out in bigger percentages where if it only collects 2% when it's on 8% RTP, it gives smaller wins to many different players. And that's how the RTP and volatility works out, you know. I wouldn't advise players to go with demo mode and expect the same, you know. Hmm. Demo mode will just give you the feel how the features play out, but it's always harder in, in real mode, you know. so. People should know what the difference is. And as well, when it comes back to the RTP, just remember, even though it has a higher percentage, but what players fail to understand at times is the RTP or the return to player is calculated over millions, if not hundreds of millions of spins. And not just the average, oh, I'm doing 100 spins, I should get 98% of my money back, you know? With slots, are there any particular mistakes that players make in terms of gameplay features? After all, these are often the best way to earn the biggest multiplier on a spin. Obviously, those slots that offer for you to win big in terms of a multiplier, it always gives you a high volatile option and a low volatile. And I think one of the mistakes is like, you're so excited you're in the bonus, you accidentally click the wrong feature that you was about to select. Another common mistake is staying in a game. I mean, players will just go through spin, you know, especially those games that's so beautiful designed that's always near misses. It's like, oh, I just missed this skitter. Let's go go another head. Let's me give it another spin. Maybe next time it will come. And you end up with 500 spins and you're down two, 300 bucks in your budget, oh. which is unexpected or you didn't even budget uh, that for. But in terms of my gameplay, you know, when I play a game, it depends how long the feature came. And I always evaluate how much am I down or am I up? And based on that, I will choose a feature on volatility. Like if I want to just recover some money, I'll choose a low variance option to make sure I get more wins often and recover some of my losses. But if I'm up, I will just risk it and go big all or nothing. And obviously, everybody wants to win big, you know? Yeah. We've seen another common mistake from players is regarding the usage of casino bonuses, especially talking about sticky bonuses. Could you give us a brief overview of these bonuses and what the main misunderstanding is? So in my personal opinion, I would advise or recommend to only play with a bonus if you need the extra funds. I mean, if you can afford it to play with real cash. But I mean, claim the bonus if you need longer time, if you need the extra money to add to your balance. But just remember, it makes it so much harder to eventually win at the end because wagering is difficult these days. But back to sticky bonuses. So a sticky bonus is added to your account for entertainment purposes only. And it gives you the opportunity to play with higher bets, which means you can win big. But with sticky bonuses, usually from the casinos that I came across, they always have mixed uh, cash outs. And obviously a sticky bonus, you can't withdraw the money. It gets deducted when you request a withdrawal. Now, normally casinos that offer these bonuses without wagering, I notice Mirage Corporation, Enview, that casino group, they normally dish out those, you know. But players should also know that no wagering bonuses isn't always the best option. 
Now, coming back to bonuses, the terms doesn't always state. Players, they're not reading the terms and conditions, and they make the following mistakes. They don't finish the wager within the stipulated period, and casinos make it even harder. Back in the day, it used to be 7 days, 14 days. Today, you sometimes only have 24 hours to wager a bonus. They breach the max bet with it because they haven't read. And not all bonuses have the same wager, like a welcome bonus and a reload bonus. There's totally two different terms and conditions. And I think that's one of the common mistakes players also make. You're not allowed to play live games 90% of the time. And obviously the restricted games. And there's another thing in the clause that players sometimes tend to miss the double up feature or the gamble feature. A lot of casinos don't allow it when playing with bonus funds. And I think this is where players also end up losing or get their funds confiscated from a casino. What do you think casinos could do to have more precise information about sticky casino bonuses? New players hardly knows about bonus terms. They just want to have fun when playing. So when they take a bonus, the bonus term should clearly state the wagering, what type of bonus it is with definitions and also explain what does these terms mean. Because such explanations, in my personal opinion, are sometimes hidden away in the longer version of the bonus terms, and newbies doesn't want to read. They just want to go ahead and play. So I would also recommend when casinos offer sticky bonuses, it should come with no wagering required, which means less complications. So they shouldn't have restricted games. You should be able to play live casino since they restrict max cash outs or implement max bet and you can't even withdraw the funds. I mean, what's the point of having a sticky bonus and go through all the wager at the end of the day? You basically can just take your deposit and whatever you want back, you know? Do you feel that casinos make it straightforward for players to claim their cash following a bonus or is it difficult? Is this another potential mistake to avoid making by reading the T's and C's carefully? I mean, claiming bonuses are easily, first of all. I mean, when you make a deposit, it will give you an option to say, would you like a bonus or not? And you can just say yes or no, you know, but you do get certain casinos that doesn't automatically add a bonus and you have to go and request it from support. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but if it's not one of the best casinos out there and they don't have the proper live support system, Mm -hmm. you can tend to wait up to five to 10 minutes for somebody to get back to you and then only they add the bonus. By that time, the hype of playing, it's it's gone. You know, your mood just goes down. I mean, customer service in any casino is actually a top priority or should be a top priority. And then also players should familiarize themselves to be protected against the casino terms and conditions as they make their terms and conditions sometimes very complicated Mm. that most readers wouldn't fully understand. I know it's important to read it, even though everything would not be understood at first. I think in my personal opinion, learning from mistakes and other mistakes makes players even quicker, wiser. And that is why I'm part of Ask Gamblers Forums. I see what people go through and that's how I used to avoid making the same mistake in future, you know. Player verification may not be the most exciting topic, but it is crucial to be able to cash out and claim any winnings. What are your main words of advice on this? I think players should just first go through the KYC policy. I mean, there are certain casinos that demand more documentation than just the standard. So KYC approval would be harder because not all players might possess the necessary documents. And then the other tip would be patience, obviously. I mean, 
we've seen some casinos use that as a stalling tactic. Wrong documents, declining your documents, wanting documents that doesn't exist or not being really? understanding. Yes. And the impatient players, you know, those that can't hold themselves together, you know, they just go and reverse the withdrawal and end up playing it again. And tomorrow it's the casino's fault, you know. Hmm. I mean, some casinos even make verification very hard as well. I mean, I've experienced it with one casino where I had to take a selfie of myself with my laptop screen in the background, logged into to my account and capture all of that information into oneself. What? And okay. for me, that's a lot of effort. Mm. I don't want to play there. And I, and I gave up. It's like, it's fine. Keep how many dollars that is. I don't care. I end up playing it away again because, you know, verification should be an easy process. If I feel it's too much effort, I'm not going through it. Now, that's why I like to play a trusted brands like Dharma Envy or N1 Interactive, you know, with them, I know even if it's a brand new casino, I wouldn't encounter issues 90% of the time. But if I join a new casino that's unknown or the, even the group is an unknown brand, before I make my first deposit, I always attempt to verify myself to make sure that if I do win, I'm not going to run through any hurdles at the later stage. Good plan. <laughs> when it comes to gambling responsibly, we all know that nothing is more important for players all casinos should have some sort of self-exclusion option so that players can stop and take control of their habit. Do you think that players know about these options enough already or should casinos be doing more? I personally feel casinos should be more proactive when it comes to problem gamblers and make sure their systems are able to handle and detect such players, you know, as part of their show RG responsibility you know like example when a player self-execute that player should not be able to open another account on any other casino at a later stage i think also the gambling commissions and gambling authorities they make a lot of awareness campaigns regarding responsible gambling but players should also take control of their gambling activities or just get control of it I think the worst we have dealt with is certain casinos having the control in place, but it doesn't work effectively. I mean, we've seen in the Ask Gamblers Forum, there's a lot of players who came and said, you know what, I registered at this casino, I set a weekly deposit limit or monthly deposit limit, and then they just end up depositing. And even though the control was in place, it didn't prevent the player or notify. The system didn't pop up and say, hold on, you've reached your weekly limit. And I think that is another downfall of certain casinos, not all of them, where they have the controls, you implement the changes you want to make, but it doesn't affect or kick in, you know. And even there's some players who have cool off periods who say, you know what, for seven days, I don't want to log into my account or attempt to go and play. And even though they've enabled the option tomorrow, they log in and they log in successfully. So where's the missing piece here? What's happening? Why isn't it working? Now the player, he ends up gambling $5,000 again away. Tomorrow it's his problem. The casino, well, sorry, we couldn't help it. And I think this is where the frustration come in of, but you guys offer this thing and it didn't work properly. And now you're in the middle of what should I do now? And the casino doesn't take any accountability at the same time, you know? Yeah. So how often do you see players needing help with responsible gambling? Many, countless times over and over over the years. Even really? some who's been there, they got their gambling activities under control and two years later, they just came back. They fell off the wagon and now they're back there. Oh, 
So we've covered a lot of ground in this chat, but is there any other top tip that you would like to give our listeners today? I would just say, especially to the new players, since we trying to explain to them how they can avoid mistakes is never follow what streamers are doing. Okay. Never follow them. Rather do your own research, go and read, investigate, do your due diligence, understanding according to how you wanted to understand and not what's portrayed on YouTube, on streamers' channels. I mean, their main job is to attract players to come and do this and play here and deposit here so they can make money off you. Mm. So just don't follow them. Just take the time, investigate, do your own due diligence and do what makes sense to you and try to uh, interpret it in a way that you would understand. Once you have that, you know how you need to act out and set some boundaries to say, I wouldn't cross this threshold. And that's how you can avoid certain issues as becoming problematic or spending too much when you can't afford it, you know? Brilliant. Good advice. Thank you for joining us again, Fiki, and for your unparalleled insight into how players can make the most out of playing on an online casino. I'm sure that this chat has been beneficial for everyone listening. No problem. Thanks for having me again, guys. And I'll hopefully see you guys most probably in the next season. Hope so. (laughs) This podcast is brought to you by Ask Gamblers, a leading iGaming platform on a mission to provide current and accurate information about online casinos worldwide. We hope you enjoyed today's topic. We would love to hear from you. So if you have a burning question or a topic, make sure to send us an email to podcast at askgamblers.com or visit our forum to share your thoughts. If you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and hit that follow button. If you'd like to know more about Ask Gamblers, you can check out our website, askgamblers.com, or follow us on Twitter and Instagram under the handle at Ask Gamblers. On behalf of our team, thank you for joining us. <laughs>